Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch Oh! Ha! Oh, my voice almost didn't start there. <laughs> I thought you'd muted yourself, but your body muted you. God damn. My body muted me this time. Oh, oh this wow. is getting deeper. Oh, fuck. I'm hitting the table there. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> that, like, got me off guard. <laughs> I really thought um, I was like... She did it. It's finally been her. Uh, nope, just your body. Just, just sabotage. Um, you know, I didn't realize I hadn't spoken for a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that'll happen. That'll happen. Do you do sometimes when I wake up and I have to uh, uh, jump on, I haven't spoken to anybody, will you just talk to stuff in your house? I do that all the time. Oh, yeah. I talk to myself all day. No. Um, oh, no. I like talk apparently... to things. Hey, oh, laptop. Two things. Laptop. That's all. Oh, you need a dusting. I'm not taking good enough care of you. I apologize for that. Sorry, laptop. You know, I do do that a little bit. Um, but I'd say I talk to myself more. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I also think that that's fine. I change, I change the tense as well. Like sometimes I I talk to myself in the plural. <laughs> Go on. As I'm going like to need we? an example of that. Oh, we? Oh, that's dangerous. That, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, it's spooky. a bit strange. Um, I do catch myself doing it, though, and I'm like, who the fuck am I talking to? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I don't think I, you know, I remember like growing up, people would always say, you know, talking to yourself is the first sign that you're losing your mind. And it's like, mm, no, yeah. it's no. Uh, uh, talking to yourself is fine. If you answer in a different voice. Yeah, sure. Mm. Fair enough. That's that's not great. If you believe it, if you like. I think there's two different ways to talk to yourself. <laughs> mm. Oh, uh, before you know? so we'll we'll get we'll get to this, but one of the people we're not talking to today is John. John so John is having here. a family dinner. Stephen Hastings, he resident Reagan expert. Uh, how's it going? John says hello. So he's having a big family dinner, and apparently his dad was trying to bully him into just streaming the dinner, which I'm for. <laughs> That's an open I invitation. Been all for that as well. Um, I'm one hundred I want to see all these guys. I want I want the whole gang in. I want them to speak honestly about their uh son and brother. Uh but he's not giving us any of that. He's relaxing. He's this is he's outrageous. Relaxing. This is outrageous. He told us he was munching. <laughs> he was all quack, 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 quack. He's out here just munching while we're working. <laughs> oh no. This is an outrage. How thank you, Pearl Hawker. How very dare he. Exactly. Tell him, tell him, How dare he? How very oh, dare he? <laughs> we are on, put on the stream. <laughs> Hello, Hastings slash McNeish is possibly. Hastings. I don't know that part of your family politic. Uh says Oh dear. Um well hello to John's family that may or may not be listening. Um Oh, they're watching and listening. Yeah, they're watching and listening. So wait, hold on. He was on chicken parm, and now he's having steak and sausages. John, you're going to die of a heart attack. And as your friend, 
I'm, at first, I was worried you get hit by another bus, and that would do it. Third time's a charm. But uh, chicken parm and then steaks and sausages. That's the kind that's of shit lot. you eat at a buffet in Mexico. Like when yeah. you just you don't give a shit about your life anymore. It's you're in Cancun <laughs> for two weeks. Nothing matters. <laughs> Ashley, Chris, quick talk about sex. Uh, <laughs> what? Ashley, yeah. did you get did you get your hole? Anyone blow your back out this no. weekend? You were out. Ashley was at a comedy club, and afterwards, I have it on very good authority, which is my assumption, uh, that she uh, stood at the back, just going like, "I'm just pointing at dudes, just miming it, pointing." I didn't because there's no better way. Ashley. There's no better way. <laughs> a picture paints a thousand words, Ashley. Yeah. No. Um, no. Didn't. Uh... <laughs> As it, as you said so eloquently, blow my back out this weekend. <laughs> That's a shame. That's a shame. That's what backs are for. Yeah. You know how rules um, are meant to be broken? So are backs. <laughs> backs are meant to be blown out. Um, <laughs> well, the Hastings clan's gone quiet. Weird. Um, very so. weird. Can I get Steven's explanation of what quack, quack, quack oh, means? I'm sure he oh, knows. Let's, he must um, know. <laughs> he must know. Uh, John can explain it. He's in the room. Um, can explain that. So uh, you, you did do shows this weekend, though. You were the monkey barrel. You were back at it. I did. I was back at it. I had four shows in two days, which was really cool. Um, mm. To Because I it's like I haven't done a show since my Fringe show. So... Um, very cool to have a nice run of shows. And that's, I actually only realized, I think on the Saturday yesterday that um, that's my first proper weekend gig. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, congratulations. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool um, because I, yeah, I've never done it before. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how it went. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. Cool. Uh I, the Friday night was rough. I was rusty to begin with on the first one. Mm -hmm. And also I was kind of being squeezed in and I felt like I couldn't really relax into my set because it was going to be quite short. Mm -hmm. um, and then in the second show, the nine o'clock show, um, I had a longer set, but I, I sort of lost my cool... <laughs> I can't um, wait to hear about that. I just want to say thank you very much to our new follower, Grim Goose. Hey, thank you for the Welcome, follow, Grim. Grim thank you so much for following. Because we're on StreamYard, we don't have like a pew thing that shows up, so it is manual. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Troggies. Yeah. We're about to hear how Ashley blew her top instead of her back out, which is a real shame. I feel like one would have <laughs> canceled yeah, the other out. one could have canceled the other one out for sure, yeah. but uh, unfortunately... It was all pent up energy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 it was, it was just one of those bad times where I didn't even stop and think about it. I just, there, okay, so it was a, it was a sort of odd audience, anyway. Okay. But there was these two guys that just wouldn't stop talking, and they'd been, a, there'd been a bit of unsettled stuff throughout. Uh, but, go, I'm going to need details on what made them odd and what the unsettled stuff was. As in, it was, it, you know, it's it's like you can't put your finger on it. You're just like, this is a weird gig. You know, you're just... Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, manual welcomes. Was it, yeah. Did um, it, I have a I have a real thing about uh, you can normally tell how a show's going to go by how much the crowd is speaking to each other during the show or dur- b- before the show. Yeah. Uh, and if it's like loud, sort of lively chatter, uh, but not yelling, not like drunken, just that, you know, they're engaged, they're having fun, they're taught, they're excited. The show's going to be incredible. And whenever yeah. it's silent, yeah. everyone's about to die. We're all about yeah. to have a terrible time because they came in looking for a bad time. You can't show yeah. up furious to a comedy show. Um, for sure. was, it, was it that kind of thing of like, they were just arms crossed no it, wasn't, weirdos, it wasn't that it was there was a bit of energy in the room um it was i don't really know what it was it was kind of it was just mm-hmm. hard to put your finger on it it was just a little bit of unsettlement there was just a little bit of chit chat but like in the way that people were just being sort of mildly bothered by it all night rather than it uh, being like an energetic room you know because sometimes yeah chit chat and stuff you can you can over you can overcome it because it's like a positive atmosphere but sometimes the rest of the room is annoyed at it and that was the case with this one because basically there'd been a bit of chatter from this side of the room the whole night and Mm. then um well the whole night i I was only second on but when i came on their phone went off oh had the other acts already told them off uh i think no uh well the first act that was on he had sort of he'd had a bit of chat with them as oh damn i don't know well, if i froze he or she did. a bit better in the room that was kind of what he did did i freeze oh, okay i i don't know it was one of us i'm not did sure did i freeze uh one oh, of us froze something froze <laughs> we're good we're back now you said the first act we're back. Uh, sort of engaged with them the first act basically just went um he he gotten a bit of uh, restlessness from that side of the room and he just went, okay, I'm just going to do the gig to this side of the room. So, mm. you know, he just did that thing. It's sort of a and shitty thing if you're up first. If you're killing them. Yeah, but it's sort of, he, it sort of worked. You know how sometimes that thing either works or it doesn't. It just, sort yeah. he sort of, um, he sort of pulled it off. It sort of worked. And then um, uh, I just got up and then the phone went off and it wasn't even like a ringtone it it sounded like it was an advertisement or something. <laughs> so he must have been scrolling. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He was on YouTube um, or something in it. Something. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. But it sounded like an ad. And I so I just sort of went, was that an ad? And it kind of got that, like, little, you know, acknowledgement mm. laugh. Like, it's not that I've said something funny. People are just glad I've said something about what's Yeah, it's happened. a tension release. Yeah. 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 Um, and so that happened. But then... They kept, they were, I could see they were still looking at the phone and they were chatting, like having a normal conversation volume. They weren't even trying. To, Holy shit. And the, like, the were, venue staff weren't doing anything? They were sort of in an awkward place. Like it just, it was just one of those things where they were just doing it. Where, where were they sitting? Sorry, I know I'm asking a lot of questions, but I, no, I, I miss okay. comedy clubs so much that I'm just I like, know. oh, I miss this. So it's so, so for anyone that, that hasn't it's watched, in, the way the Monkey Barrel is, is it's a mostly it's front so, on. It's in Monkey Barrel 3 now. It's in the bigger oh. room. Have, okay. You haven't done that room, have you? No, I've never even seen that one. Yeah. So this was this is a room that I, I mean, it's a great room. It's lovely. But because um, this is the room that I started the show in, the the big show when I was there a couple of years ago. And uh, yeah, so this room is, it's its flat, like it's lower down. It's a, it's a lower ceilinged room than that one across the road. Okay. Um, and it's quite spread out. Like it's, it's big. Mm. Um, 
but yeah so it's it's like you've got the stage and then you've got two it's actually set up very similarly to the other room when i think about it um so you've got the two uh, side ones that are facing you from the side and then you've got three sections facing you front on um and then uh yes they were in the facing me front on section over to the left of me from the stage okay like close Um, to the stage or deeper in close to the stage ah yeah so you can really see they were they were actually front row of that section oh man that section so yeah it was just one of those shitty like they just wouldn't shut up and uh yeah, so I was doing my set and it was one of those things where I was, I usually am pretty good at like ignoring chatter. I'm just like, oh, they'll just, mm. they will stop, you yeah. know, and, and we'll, I'll just keep going because if I, I'm not the best at handling heckling, um, you know, and I, I just usually just keep going through it. But it got to mm. the point where I couldn't actually focus on what I was doing. Yeah. And I just... I, so I didn't even have the brain capacity to think of a funny way to handle it. I just went, will you stop? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We've um, all been there. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't get a, like, there was no laughter. There was nothing. It was just like uh, really uncomfortable. And I just went, just stop. It's really annoying. And everybody in the room hates you. I think that's yeah. what I said. Um, I that get, if... Sometimes that'll get an applause. It didn't get anything. And get oh damn so the crowd's not even on your side in this crowd wasn't even on my side now oh, at the same time rough. at the same time i don't think they were not on my side though because one of yeah. the reasons that i'd gotten so annoyed with them was because i could feel the rest of the room was also yeah. annoyed with them like you can yeah. see people are looking over to them and it was just one of those things where i i feel like i absorbed everyone else's annoyance as well you mm. see um but they just didn't back me when i did something about it yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, that just, and I just felt really shit about it. You know, when you're just like, oh, I could have just, I could have handled that better. And I didn't. Yeah. Um, You know, what's, you know, what's a good out for that? Uh, cause I, I do that sometimes. Sometimes it's just, uh there's just, you just don't have the patience and something in you just snaps and you go, you need to shut the fuck up right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but what, what I, what I do right now, and actually I learned it from weirdly, I think Dane Cook. So you never okay. know. You never know where tips are going to come from. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, I always just go. I give it a beat after, like, if they don't cheer, if I haven't, if I, if they haven't claimed me as their leader, you know, in uh-huh. this in this bout. Um, normally, if they if the person that was talking goes quiet, and then I go quiet. I let the tension sit for a second, and I just go, "Cool, it feels feels really good in here right now. It feels nice, doesn't it? <laughs> everyone feel everyone feel at ease. Everyone ready to laugh." And then they yeah. laugh at that, and that, and then they're like, "Ah, he knows. He's all right. That's." And so just being like, no, super tense. That, that breaks it is again, just addressing how fucking tense it is after that. But um, how much, how much of your set was left? Cause that's the worst part. I'd say it was a good halfway through. So so I I still had about half left and I'm not sure if I pulled it back. I'm not sure if I pulled it back, but I didn't continue. I, I didn't bomb. Yeah. And I still had two people come up to me after the gig and say that they really enjoyed it. And, and I was, mm. I, I think one of them actually said I was their favorite act. Oh, so nice. Good. Uh, that was, you know, I still, I still got, I actually all weekend, I think Friday and Saturday audiences are much more willing to come up to you. Um, 
and talk to you from like okay like i said this is the first time i've done those but okay, i got yeah. a, like every single gig had at least two people come up to me that's awesome so, that's amazing yeah um so I, I I feel like I I saved it just enough, but it was just oh I just felt shitty about it and yeah. Did they keep doing it through the other acts? Um, you know I actually don't even think I paid attention. I was too pissed off at myself. <laughs> worst. The worst. Um, but well, no. Well, Joe was on after me. Joe McTiernan, who is oh Joe's good. He was on. I was on with him all weekend. And he absolutely killed it. Like he was oh, really? so good. And he had such command of the room that he just, I think they just stopped for him actually. Uh, um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But it was just, uh, it's just really annoying. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. I hate that feeling. Yeah. 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 It was just that kind of, oh, this is, this isn't comedy. This isn't why I want to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. No. And, but yeah. also it is. Nobody, so it's, not, it is. it's not best case scenario comedy. That's yeah. the problem. It's like, yeah. it's going to happen a lot. And the thing, um, I mean, I learned a great move from um, Andrew O'Neill about this kind of stuff as well that I, that I use now, which is um, uh, he, he told me that what he does is he goes, uh, Hey guys, I don't want to, I don't want to start a thing, but um, like you guys are talking a lot. I noticed you got your phones on. I'm guessing that's bothering the people behind you. I sort of don't care either way. You paid to see this show. I'm going to put on a show. But is it? are they bothering everyone else in the crowd? And then it's up okay. to the crowd. And then the crowd always goes, yeah, they are bothering me, actually, now that you mention it. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah. And I go, okay, cool. Well, you know, you're bothering the crowd, so you have to stop. I'm not going to, like, I don't care. Like I said, I get my money no matter how this goes. I don't give a shit. Yeah. But you're bothering <laughs> literally everyone around you, so maybe shut the fuck up. And then the crowd cheers again. They always stop. It works every time. But then, you, yeah. then it's not about... Because then they don't get the like, they think that they're fighting the alpha in the room who's on stage as yeah. opposed, to, and they always think that there's some kind of fucking hero, like, oh, they're the one in the crowd that did the funny thing. And it's like, no, you're just a dick, and everyone around you is a dick, and here's them telling you that. Yeah. Uh, and that has that has worked every single time uh, since he told me that. Every okay. time it's amazing. Yeah, I think it's it's like I've never really acknowledged it before, so I've never really thought about doing it either. So I've never mm. kind of prepared the lines for that scenario either. Yeah. Um, but now because it's happened now, I mm. will come up with a way to handle it myself, yeah. whichever one of those, even those suggestions that you said to me as well. It's like, yeah, I'll be mulling over it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you gotta, gotta be ready. Gotta. Yeah. <laughs> Because I mean, dicks. the thing is, I've I have responses for like because I the the heckles that I've had have mm. often been misogynistic assholes. So mm. I have those responses uh, when when like I and what are those? People... Is that you're too beautiful to be funny? I think you'd be a really nice match for my daughter. Please see me after the show. <laughs> we think you we think guy. you're great, but we can't hear your jokes over the greatness of your butt. Things yeah. like that. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I literally, I just got on a stage once and a guy went, oh, woman. Like that was it. Oh, that was his entire yeah. heckle. Um, it's a shame you didn't know you. the words to the wolf mother song. <laughs> That's my laundry alarm. I've got to go get my oh. laundry out of the dryer. Um, yeah. I went to do it. Had no change. Had to run to the store to get it. And as a result, oh, knocked fuck. my whole schedule back. Um, but yeah, I gotta go get my uh, my things out of the dryer. Ashley, can you lock this down for two minutes? 
I can lock this down for two minutes. <laughs> you are the greatest. I'll see you all soon. I am the greatest. Okay, well, um, how about an AMA then? <laughs> Just ask me whatever the fuck you want. Um, and when Chris gets back, I'll tell him about the Saturday night shows. Because they were a totally different game. They were a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, if you're ever in a comedy audience, just don't chat. Just Or if you're going to chat, do it quietly. Do it quietly enough that we can ignore you. Uh, male hecklers don't want people to point out that they have small dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my... Actually, no. I'm not going to give all my secrets away. I'm not going to give all my secrets away. Um, I was going to just say one of my comebacks, but I'm going to keep that as a well-hidden secret. Weirdest gig so far, not bad, weird, necessarily. Oh, weirdest gig so far. Um, it probably, I think I've mentioned this one on the stream before, but I did a gig once in a place called Stowell in County Kerry in Ireland. And now I live in rural Ireland, or I lived in rural Ireland. That's where I'm from. Um, you know, this was, I, I used to live uh, an hour outside of Cork City. Um, this place, I had to drive two and a half hours through very country roads to get there. And uh, it was the week before the repeal the eighth abortion rep referendum in Ireland. And all I saw on the way there was vote no posters. <laughs> um, just vote no, vote no, vote no. <laughs> and uh, that's all I saw the whole way there. And then I arrived and I'm wearing my repeal the eighth t-shirt. Um, and the compare said to me, the compare was uh, comedian Carl Spain. And he said to me, um, you're not wearing that t-shirt, are you? <laughs> and he said, yes, I am. Um, and and uh, I I proceeded to die so hard, so so hard. Um, I had one woman laughing at my set, and then at some point I realized that she had stopped laughing, and that was. Uh... <laughs> you can share here. We all have big dick energy. Yes, I actually when I got my fringe, my not my fringe, my show poster done last year for the show that got cancelled. Um, I sent the image, the photo when I got it done, I sent that to my friend, uh, friend of the stream, George Fox. And I was like, what do you think of this picture from my show poster? And he was like, it has big dick energy. And I was like, that's exactly what I was going for. Beow, 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 beow. <laughs> so you're back. You're just. <laughs> I'm your hype man now. You're just my hype man now. Okay. Ashley. <laughs> If you're going to chat at a comedy gig, fuck off to the pub because that's what you've confused this for. Yes, good point, Tiger. Very good point. Um, don't go to comedy if you don't like comedy. That's basically it. Um, I will it's say, such a I waste went of to money. see such a waste of money. I went to see um, Daniel Sloss uh, at the beginning of the Fringe, and he did a very funny thing at the at the beginning of the show. He um, into a uh, somebody in the audience who was in the front row because they were on their phone mm -hmm. and then a good like a good half hour later went 
I have just realized that you were ordering drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very sorry. <laughs> but as Thank in, you for following Dan Loves You. Welcome to the Troggies. Thank Truggies. you so much. Welcome in to the Troggies. Um, but it was so, it's so much time had passed. Yeah. And he just went, I've, I've, I've just, I have just realized this. <laughs> that's so funny. Cause you know, it was like in the back of his head Yeah, and he was processing information while he's doing the show. Yeah. Go, oh, oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was the guy, um, was the guy like, yep, cool. Thank you. Nice. Ta David Hoare did a mums and babies gig on Friday. I will never get booked for one of those. So I'll get Oh yes, you will. Yeah, you will. I, I opened a mums and babies gig by calling them all a bunch of cunts. Because <laughs> oh, they babies. want you to say horrible things when they're okay. Yes, but yeah, I really they don't remember don't anything. Dead babies. I really don't think I'm well, going to get booked. Maybe leave the dead baby bit out because they're emotionally attached right then. That's literally mm. one of the few cut times where I'm like, you know what? Too soon. Uh, <laughs> but um, but per, you know, you have a bunch of other material. I'm sure. I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he um, did. It was great. Goddamn right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm working on material. I, I I think that's another thing though. I felt I'm I'm struggling with my material at the moment. I'm trying not to let it kind of impact how I'm performing it, but I am um how do you, how do you mean? I'm just not really sure what I'm doing with it, and I'm struggling to write and I'm struggling to put sets together properly and mm. Just struggling. Am I freezing or are you freezing? <laughs> it must be me. It must be me. There's no way it's not me. You know what I'm going to do? Because I added, um, I tried adding an extra screen oh, today. Okay. So I think that might be it. So I'm just going to turn that off. Yeah. If the chat can confirm which one of us it is that's freezing, that would be great. It's it's awkward when it's all just two of us sometimes because you're not sure which one it is. Whereas if it's three of us, we know if there's only one of us freezing. <laughs> yeah. There's confirmation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's me. Um, cool. Well, yeah, I just I just got rid of that. So hopefully that'll that should cool. solve it. Yeah, that's good. Um also Blaze420 would like Chris to answer the same question he asked me. They asked what was me. That? Uh, which was what's your weirdest gig to date? I don't know. I did a fucking weird one a week ago. Uh I've done a lot of weird shows. I, I just say yes to things because I'm a fool. Um and uh mm -hmm. but yeah, I did one that was in a, a backyard. Of a very big house in the sticks um, here on Vancouver Island. Um, okay. They, uh, it was pouring rain. Oh. Didn't move the show inside. Uh, just uh, uh, put a bunch of tarps over okay. an area. And we sat, I swear, like 40 people um, under that tarp. And then about 25 feet away, 20, 25 feet, they put a little canopy thing. And we stood under there with our little microphone next to our speaker. Uh, oh and we did God. it. And it turns out they were all recovering addicts. Uh, that's how they knew each other. <laughs> oh my God. How do you get into these situations? Uh, people, just, people just go, you know what he'd be good at? <laughs> TV? No. Let me pitch you something. Let me. What's the opposite of TV? It's the backyard pouring rain addicts meeting. Let's get them in there. It'll be great. Um, it was so fun. It ended up being fucking great. It was a really good show. There were really fun laughers. Um, you could make fun of. Uh, uh, there was no like worry about joking about drugs or booze or anything okay, like that. Yeah. And it was. And I asked them before. I was like, "Is this like a, is this NA? Is this AA? Is this Sexaholics Anonymous? What is it?" And he's like, "It's a mixed bag. We're all just 
we're all just working on it. And I was like, cool, no problem. Um, and so I hit all those. Um, okay. It was a blast. They couldn't have been more fun. They were really great. Only at one point did one woman out loud. She said, nope. <laughs> I was like, all right, fair enough. It wasn't even a heckle. It just She didn't even know she said it. It just came out of her mouth. <laughs> it was like, nope, oh not this one. Mm -mm. What, did, what, what, what was the theme of what you had said? Oh, that's, um, um, I don't know if you will have heard this. Uh, it's It's been my closing joke for a while. Um, and it's about how you're supposed to watch porn with your kids. Okay. <laughs> and I say that, I would say, you have to watch porn with your kids. It's not a, there's no question. There's like, maybe you should, it's a statement. You, you must, you must watch porn <laughs> with your kids. And as soon as I said that, she went, nope. <laughs> I just, I laughed and addressed that. And I was like, she's like, not this joke. Mm -mm, not, not for me. <laughs> like, to be fair, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good setup. I got her by the end though. I got her by the end. She was back on oh, board. That's good. But there was, but yeah, that was the only, that was the only negative reaction. Just one nope. Everything else was fine. They had a lovely time. <laughs> but yeah, that was super weird. And I even said to them, I was like, this is my fourth gig since March 2020. Um, and it's great to be back. I'm not going to lie. It's not how I pictured it. Uh, this isn't what I had in mind while I was dreaming about this for a year and a half in my fucking house. Um, and they understood that. They were very happy with being self-deprecating. They were like, yep. Understandable. Uh, but it yeah. was freaking great, man. The That's best part cool. of the show was um, the, the opening act um, did about like 20 before me. And he, he, it was just the two of us. We drove out. I'd never met this guy. He was very nice. Um, but he's sort of new. And so his closer is a joke about playing Never Have I Ever. Okay. And um, so what he does is he goes, hey, guys, let's let's play a game of Never Have I Ever. But because he's new, he hasn't considered the circumstances in which he's playing a show. And you don't play Never Have I Ever with addicts because <laughs> they've, no. done it. they've done it. Doesn't matter what they've fucking done it. And yeah. I was dying laughing. <laughs> when he said, never have I, let's play never have I ever. And the whole crowd just went, mm, mm, just tense. They're all, all body language. No, please don't do this. Please don't do this. It was just beautiful. It was so funny. That's quite oh. funny. I love watching new comics not know, just walk into something and have no idea what they've done. And it was the first thing yeah. I brought up when I got on, when I got on, uh, I was going to say stage when I got to the yard uh, and um, was, I was like watching watching a guy ask a bunch of recovering addicts to play Never Have I Ever it might be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Like, <laughs> oh, that poor guy. I think sometimes the weird gigs can end up being sort of good. Yeah. Because sometimes the weirder they are, the more everybody everybody in the in that situation i won't say room but mm. in that situation is aware of the weirdness whereas yeah, and, they, and they buy in they buy in and everybody's yeah. in the same boat and we're just like we're on board we're just gonna do whatever this is gonna be yeah. um whereas when it's a weird gig in a comedy club people still have expectations that you are gonna fix that or you are gonna be mm. able to control that or something there's still like yeah. pressure on you um yeah, so, so I like think, I, oh, yeah. I remember I remember this one show. Um, it was for Mirth Control, which is a company that I no longer work for um, mm -hmm. uh, by choice. And um, it was one of my first paid gigs in the UK. It was a five and a half, six hour drive oh, uh, to get there. Christ. Oh no, wait! I didn't get paid for this. It was a it was a it was a showcase spot. 
it was when I was starting to like break into clubs. And so this was mm-hmm. my showcase spot. So about six hours, amazing group of guys in the in the car. It was so they were so fun. I really enjoyed the the, the drive up. Uh, so I met Jim Campbell, who, if you don't know, just a delight. Uh, but he uh, so so we went up. Jim went up first, and the room was uh, like a curry and comedy night, uh, which is okay. always bad. It's always bad because they have what? a buffet and they eat the buffet right before the show. Okay. And then they do the show <laughs> and they feel weird. They're too full. They're sort of sleepy now because they've eaten and had two or three beers. It's just a bad, okay. it's a bad setup. Um, it turns out uh, there were 40 people in the crowd. 30, 34 of them were part of one works due. Uh, and just didn't want to watch the show. Literally 10 of them had their backs to the stage while Jim was on. And we're just talking full volume. And bless him, he did his best. He did what he could. There was nothing to be done. Um, we took the first intermission. All 34 of those people left. They all left. They were like, no, we'd rather hang out in the pub, which I mean, thank you. Good, I guess. That's good that you left. But the whole fucking crowd left. There were six nurses left in the crowd. And so we just went up to them and we were just like, listen, this is silly. Um, You paid, so we'll do a show for you if you want a show. But we totally understand if that's super weird because it's weird for us too. And they went, no, 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 we'd love to hear it. So instead of like the artifice of standing there behind the microphone and delivering jokes, we we all got beers. We sat around a big table, and then the comics all just took turns telling stories. Oh, that's so and nice! It was one of the most fun shows I've had. I mean, that show cost me forty pounds. It cost me yeah. forty pounds to tell stories around a table, uh-huh. but uh, it was uh, it was great. It was an absolute delight. But that was one of those like this got weird. Everyone bought in, and we had a fantastic yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. When everyone gets on board with a situation, it it can end up being a lot more enjoyable. Or yeah, it's just that pressure is gone. Yeah. Um, which is nice. Yeah. You're all on the same team. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. all you want. And to be fair, that's a host job. It's if you're at a comedy show, it's a host to make sure that everyone's on the same team. It's not about being the funniest person, it's about getting the room ready. Yeah. You go, you're gonna be trouble if I can deal with you. That's a big group that wants attention. I'll give it to them and then take it away from them and everything's fine. I'm going to make everyone forget that they're here with two people and remind them that they're here with an audience, that it's a symbiotic thing yeah. between the comic and the crowd. You're not here to heckle. It's not a fight. We're here to have you give you a good time. You're here to have a good time. We have the same goal. Um, and you bring up the first action. Hopefully everyone is lost in it. You're a host. Yeah. You know, it's like having people over to your house for a party. You make sure everyone's comfortable and the vibe is right. Yeah. And then you start the entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> I've thought about hosting a lot. Uh, I take it very yeah. seriously. I really like it. <laughs> um, I'm. I've only hosted. I've only hosted properly once, actually. Mm. Uh, it's not my thing, to be. You should still frank. do it sometimes, though. No, I'm. I, it's definitely a skill I want to build on, but yeah. um, I. It's not where my. It's just not my strongest suit. Um, it was my weakest. Yeah. At, like no joke. Couldn't I couldn't make eye contact with the audience when I started. I couldn't address anything. I might be better than that then. <laughs> yeah, you're you're loads better than I was when I started hosting. And uh, but then doing it, buddy, mm. I feel so much better now. Now I'm afraid yeah. of no one. I told I told a woman she should kill herself in a show the other day, and everyone laughed, including her. It was great. <laughs> 
Yeah, I I think I did the one hosting and like it was fine. I didn't kill the gig or anything. I just mm. I was it was just a bit like ugh, it's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I should definitely get more into it. I I yeah. I need to hone the skills in every department of comedy. To be fair, mm. so you know. Um, We'll see. <laughs> yeah, hosting is. Uh, I, I remember the worst. The worst. The worst part about hosting my first show was as soon as I got off stage, because I just bombed for seven minutes, and then brought up the first act. To be fair, it was maybe the worst place I've ever done stand up. But um, I just bombed, and I came off, and my first thought was, I have to do that twelve more times. Fuck. And that's like when you do a set, you're done. When you're done, you're done. Your night's over. When you're an yeah. MC, you're like, I gotta go talk to these cunts. Yeah. It <laughs> Or, oh, I get to go play. And then it's amazing. Yeah. It, it can go either way, but uh -huh. my goodness. Ooh, it gets ugly. <laughs> I, the one, the gig that I hosted was, uh, it was like, it was, I think it was a good gig for me to host for the first time. Um, mm. I was asked to do it for uh, the Edinburgh Review to do at the university. Okay. Um, and basically they were doing this night to try and encourage more women into comedy. Um, nice. and so they got local female acts. It was me hosting Amy Matthews was headlining. Oh, cool. And yeah, then, um, yeah, she's amazing. And, um, then they filled the rest of the, the lineup with, um, female, uh, acts from their society and their kind of, uh, uh, little club thing that they had within the university so some of them were doing their first gig and some of them were um, mm -hmm. you know had done it a couple of times but were still all very new to it um, but yeah it was, it was a really really fun gig to do actually nice. um, but uh, yeah it was just it was that thing of like I really like this in theory but I've never hosted before and I'm scared <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well it sounds like it sounds like that's one of the safest places to do it yeah yeah, That's a, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and I think Mine was the it most was... hostile. I had to choke an audience member after the show. Uh, <laughs> one comic like, burst into tears or... <laughs> on stage. And after the show, I had to choke a racist. Oh, <laughs> it was a hell of a time. You had to choke a racist. I need to more context on that one. Well, I just choked a racist. What's to tell? Uh, was uh, Everything is to tell, man. There was uh, there was this guy he'd been heckling the whole time, and this uh, uh, this other comic Faisal um, had sort of taken me under his wing. He was like my mentor when I started doing stand up, and he was closing the show. And this dude was like uh, just heckling the whole time. And then after the show, we were all drinking, and he came up um, to sort of start talking to us. And we were all like, oh, you know, you know that fucking thing where a heckler comes up and is like, oh, that was fun. And it's like, no, you're a dick. Um, so he started up coming up and we weren't holding back. We weren't like playing along with him. We were just like, no, 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 you're an asshole. And you sort of fucked up the show. I mean, it was fucked anyway, but I was just like, this got to it's real bad. And then he just started getting like really aggressive and sort of like giving jibes at the other comics. And while he was doing this, I just uh, put my drinks down and just sort of maneuvered myself behind him because it felt like it was about to be violent. Um, and he was a really big guy. Not like muscly, but just like big. And okay. um, and so I was like, well, this is about to get violent. So let's just prepare. Uh, and so I put my stuff down. I sort of backed up behind him. He said something really racist to my friend. My friend, like Faisal's fucking hilarious. And so he just shot him back with a barb. And the guy went to go over the table at him. And just as he moved, I just threw my arm around his neck and put the, when you do it, you put, you put your arm around the neck 
and then you lock it in with this one and then uh -huh. you don't really choke from the front you push from the back um and there was this moment when i did it where i heard this sound come out of him like and then you just i just felt the fight go out of him as soon as that happened and then he just sort of slunk off and left Holy so that fuck. was that was the first show i ever hosted that was <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to choke a racist, I guess, but... You got to choke wow. a racist. Man. Yeah. That's why when people are like, is it okay to punch Nazis? I'm like, I fucking choke racists. I don't give a shit. I'll punch That's these insane. Guys are that is insane. I love that story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was a hell of a time. I've been doing stand-up for about six months, and I was like, is this what my life is now? Is this a nightmare? Yeah. It seems like it. <laughs> Um, um, I saw that Blaze It 420 had a question. On that note, have either of you ever had an ambulance called to the gig? I have not, but George Fox has a fucking excellent story of an ambulance being called to a gig, and so we should really? get him on to tell that story sometime. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, because I don't, no. I wouldn't remember it well enough to tell it, but I just, it's a good story. I don't think I've had. We've had some scares. We've had some people fall and some people sort of take it on, but then they either sort of escort themselves out or like their friends help them up and they get back up and it's fine. I've had I've had two ambulances called when I was a teenager, I had two ambulances called to sports games I was playing. Um Why? One, uh one was a baseball game and uh, do you know what a pop fly is? No. It's just where you it comes off the bat and it just basically goes straight up in the air. Okay. Uh, and so it's basically like the easiest thing to catch. You just wait. You just stand there and let gravity do its work, and you hope the sun doesn't get in your eye. And it was falling right between two players, and they were both running for it. And one guy had his glove out, and he was ready, and the other guy decided to jump. And he jumped, and he drove his knee into the air as he was jumping, and he uh. caught the guy right in the temple. Uh, and that dude was out cold. That was a Shit. wrap on the game. That dude was unconscious immediately. Um, oh, so we all... No. Sat on the bench with our Gatorade, 14 years old, just like, well, I guess, I guess he's dead. He wasn't dead. He was not dead, but we were all just like, I guess that guy I'm is glad he wasn't dead. dead. <laughs> but yeah, they had to open up the gates and an ambulance came in. Um, wow. Yeah. And then the other time was I was playing football, like American football. And um, my job was to hit the guy that caught the ball. That was my only job. It's called kickoff. Everyone lines up. Side by side, okay. they kick the ball. Most people just run straight to sort of block off many angles. And then there's two guys. Your job is hit them. So that was my job. We used to get really amped. I was like 15 at the time. We get super amped before the play, like headbutting each other and screaming and shit like that. I got too amped, threw up into my face mask. <laughs> <laughs> so much. So much. Uh, <laughs> you know when you're young and you just get so excited you can't help but blah. <laughs> Did that ever happen to you? I get so excited and I just had to throw up. There was no, there was nowhere else to put it. So I just on the field threw up and it was like dripping off my face mask because you know they have those those things there. But I felt amazing. I didn't feel sick at all. I felt I felt ready. Uh, That's so, so bizarre. But everyone on the field obviously saw it happen. Um, yeah. and they, uh, that's pretty funny, Cheapo. Blue 52, Chris, not spew 52. Um, but, um, so, so I start running up the field and there's all these other like 15 year old guys. They don't want to get puke on themselves. 
So they're all just getting out of my way. All these guys that are supposed to be blocking me are just like, no, I don't care. Kill them. I'm not getting puke on myself. And so I'm just beeline. Guy picks up the ball. I got there way faster than I should have because there was no no obstruction. Um, he picked up the ball. He looked up, and I just crushed him. Um, and I accidentally broke his leg. Oh, my God. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. So I broke his leg. I got puke on his jersey. Uh, and then um, Which he was probably more upset about than the like. <laughs> I, I like to think he didn't notice. It was it was just the stringy bits. It was in most of it was. Oh. Gone. Um, but um, uh, but I remember like I don't even remember the hit. What I remember is afterwards running back to the sidelines because I wasn't supposed to be on the field for the next play. And my coach just picked me up and was like, that's how you fucking do it. Uh, <laughs> So he's like, get that amped every game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. And the fact that like I threw up and then got a big hit, he's like, that's heart, baby. That's heart. You go get him. It was like a, I was like a, like a one man halftime speech. Uh, oh, wow. it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty wild. So that kid, but we didn't know that his leg was broken when my coach, when my coach Ooh, picked me up. It was, okay. that was yeah. after he didn't get up for a couple minutes. And we were like, oh no. Oh, so that shit. was another one where, we just sat around and waited for an ambulance, an ambulance. to come. Oh shit! I oh, broke a kid's God. wrist as well. Fuck! I heard a lot of Fucking people. Chris. <laughs> I heard a lot of people. The worst I I've ever done to a person was I broke somebody's tooth once. Um, which I feel like this was, was sex related. What were they biting no, on at the time? It was wasn't, it a bedpost? It wasn't. Um, this, this feels it like was, a pegging injury. No, it's such a <laughs> it's such a um, banal. Um, event. Sorry, I had to that cough there really silent. suddenly. Um, I muted my mic. Um, oh, very what a pro! God damn, such a pro. But um, I was sitting next to a friend uh, <laughs> at a beach party. Yeah, <laughs> I was sitting next to a friend at a beach party, and um, she was she had a bottle of beer. And I went to stand up at the same time that she went to take a drink mm. and my knee hit the end of her bottle and just popped it back into her tooth. Oh no. Um, yeah. 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 Um, I don't think she ever forgave me for that because her mother was very angry at me. Like her mother wow. to this day, if I met her mother, she would just not talk to me. For like, an accident. For a total for just flu. Yeah. Those are shitty people. Yeah. You're better off without them. Uh, <laughs> Did you see what Beardy Noise wrote? He said, I hospitalized a kid when I was at school by kicking him in the nuts so hard his dick bled. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Beardy. That's fucking wild. Shit. You could do... Oh, that's awful. I don't oh. think I've ever done anyone that much damage otherwise. And, and, and so also, like, she got very upset about this tooth thing and it really was an easy fix and she wasn't in, in that much pain. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like a very bad injury or anything. I'm trying, I don't think I've ever hurt anybody that much though. I have been responsible for at least five broken bones. Jesus. Now that I think about it, at least five, none of them malicious. Have you broken Not bones yourself? I broke my arm uh, in two places. Um, okay. Where that was a that was a snowboarding injury, that was a uh, I just uh, uh, took a turn, caught my toe edge, and I was going very fast, and my arm slammed down on the ground, which would normally be like fairly painful anyway. 
but I was also going very fast sideways. Uh, and so my arm planted, my body moved. And so this part of my arm up until about here was down here. Yeah, it looked like it had just fallen off a shelf. Um, uh, for podcast listeners, by the way, hi. Um, oh, hello, podcast listeners. <laughs> 48 hey, podcast minutes listeners. in. 40, 48 <laughs> minutes in. Um, for podcast listeners, that Chris indicated quite a significant bend in, in his forearm. Yeah, um, it wasn't even a bend. It was a drop. Like, it, it fell drop. down about an inch. <gasps> yeah, it was just lower but parallel. Christ. Yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, I, forgot, I broke that kid's wrist charging uh, home plate, which is a thing that you do uh, in baseball, where if you're okay. running uh, to home plate, which is where you score the goal, it's sort of the the diamond shaped one. Um, uh, there's a guy called the catcher. He's wearing tons of pads. He catches when the pitcher he stands behind the batter during pitches, and so um, he has the ball. And so what you can do is you want to avoid being tagged by the ball, but you can just hit him and try to knock the ball out of his glove. Uh, and then it doesn't count. So I did that. Uh, but I guess he didn't play football. Uh, and so uh, he wasn't as ready for the hit as I was to hit him. Uh, and yeah, just smashed his wrist. Just fucked it. Uh, yeah. You're a yeah, no, beast. I, I forget about these things. I totally <laughs> forgot about all these. Uh, <laughs> I have never broken anything. Yeah. Um, I don't recommend I've it. Had, I've had a bad wrist injury. Um, I kind of sprained my wrist slipping on a wet floor in a hotel that I worked in. Mm. My boss was very afraid I didn't. I was going to sue, and in hindsight, I should have. Ah, damn um, it. But I was only sixteen. I didn't really know mm. how to conduct such a thing. Um, yeah, of course, yeah. And uh, so I've done that, and then. Um, I mean, my foot still fucking hurts now <laughs> mm. uh, from this fucking tendonitis injury type thing. I'm going to call the doctors tomorrow. I'm going to do that um, because I, I'm being silly now. And I walked all around London and walked all the way to Edinburgh, uh, all, all the way around Edinburgh for my gigs and stuff. And I'm just like, OK, it's it's very sore again. Um, mm hmm. Yeah, so don't I do that. Go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it was doing fine, want... and then I had to go to London. <laughs> ah, damn it! I just um, want to address Boomstickery. It was literally in the rules. It's a thing that you can do. Pros do it. They still do it to this day. Um, it was just an unfortunate accident. Oh, wink gosh. for podcast listeners. They they can't hear me winking. Uh... <laughs> um, I need to really quickly get some more water because I'm choking a little bit my my throat is a bit dry tonight cool no problem um, so i'll be back in two seconds tell another story of you injuring somebody great um i might actually what i might do is go into some of you guys posted some great stuff in the chat there so it was a uh, my mate dived in to block a shot in field hockey got smashed in the eye by the stick jesus as he was on uh his back, I'm guessing, we ran over and couldn't see his eye, just a pool of red. Then he tilted his head over, it flowed out and showed that it was just an eyebrow cut and he was fine. Jesus Christ, boom stickery. That was terrifying. Uh, I'm so glad he's fine. <laughs> the face bleeds a lot. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because there's not that much space, so all the veins are sort of crammed in or something. I don't know. That's not an answer a doctor would give, but um, I'm glad he was okay. Beardy Noise has a great one here. Um, I remember when I fenced uh, one of the guys I did it with was an absolute fucking sesh gremlin. 
I think that means drinking a lot. Is that right? Uh, I once saw him absolutely crush a dude whilst having a two-day hangover until he took an A-pay hit to the stomach, immediately paused the match, doubled over, and vomited through the fencing mask. <laughs> That's the worst one because all the liquid part, that will go. That will disappear, no problem. But the chunks, the chunks remain. So when he lifted his head up, they all sort of tumbled down. You know, like when you pour pasta out of a colander? That's what was happening to whatever, whatever kebab chunks from after he got hammered just drift down and just sit at his chin and right under his mouth. What a disgusting thing to have happen. Uh, <laughs> Boomstickery, I accidentally hit a mate with a mag light. Luckily, it meant his massive front teeth could be fixed by the dentist without paying for private. Boomstickery, you just committed insurance fraud. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, well, he was making fun of the fact my mom had cancer, fair dues, and I didn't like it, uh, which was hilarious. He was apparently made infertile uh, by it, but that might be good because he tried to sexually assault his sister later in life. Well, Beardy Noise, that was a, that's a fucking roller coaster. So for anyone listening to the podcast, that is uh, about the dude that he kicked so hard in the dick. It bled. Uh, yeah, that guy sounds like a monster. Congratulations, Boomstickery. If you're going to choke, choke a racist. If you're going to kick a guy in the dick, make it a dude who tries to sexually assault his sister later in life so that he is infertile. A Ashley, you missed Don't a lot. For that. Um, <laughs> that's quite a story. That's a hell quite of a story. Noise. Time travel agent allegedly uh, broke a kid's rib by jump kicking them in the chest in grade eight. He was throwing Ooh. snowballs at me for 12 blocks. That's the thing that like a lot of bullies don't seem to understand is that you will snap. You just will. Yeah. It's just going to happen. And sometimes you're going to jump kick him in the chest and there's just nothing they can do about it. I think uh, I'm trying to think. Did I ever, I got bullied a lot. Mm. Um, I don't think I ever snapped from it though. No, I really took it. I really was able to take being treated it like shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, Oh, no. You know what? I did snap once. There it is. Yep. I did snap once. Um, and it was it was actually peak. Uh, I, I was so unwell at this particular time um, with the uh, I was. Uh, I was going through something that's called a thyroid storm. Okay. Um, which is uh, it's kind of hard to explain what it is, but basically, it's where your thyroid, your metabolism, just goes insane, okay. and you go insane with it. Like Ooh. my entire mind was really hyperactive. Um, like I was not sleeping because basically your your mind is going so fast that you can't go to sleep. Damn. Um, and so I was, I was like not okay at this time, but I was mm. still going to school. I was still trying to be like a normal kid and stuff. Um, but I was probably being a bit annoying and hyperactive and stuff. Um, <clears throat> so there was one. I'd been getting a bit of a hard time anyway, and then there was one day in we were just sitting in the the kind of school ground area and one of the girls who this group of girls in hindsight were probably some of the worst people I've ever known in my life. Like wow. just really, really toxic, terrible people. Um, yeah. Even to this day, like I kind of, 
every now and then I'll come across them online or something and I'm like, oh, you're still a bag of shit. Okay. No shit. Didn't um, grow out of it. Damn. Yeah. Didn't grow out of it. Um, but yeah, one of them just said uh, something like, Ashley, will you stop being so annoying? Mm. And it, they, they didn't even say anything that bad or anything like that was kind of the extent of what they said, but it was the fact that they said it kind of in front of a load of people yeah. and it just snapped. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't lose it there. I like walked away. Mm-hmm. Um and and I just walked really, really far away and I kind of went up into a room of the school where nobody was and screamed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't snap at the people. They were saying I didn't snap at the people. Yeah. I mean, that uh, sounds like you if, if given the opportunity, you would have turned into Carrie. Uh but there's doesn't she kill everyone at the end of the movie? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I now understand what movie you're talking about, but yes. Yeah. Um uh so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like that's how it would have ended given the opportunity. <laughs> but uh yeah. Oh, that's I wonder if that's um that's why you're so uh vocal now is as a response to your uh you younger silence. <laughs> um yeah. I mean, we don't have to get into that. It's just a thought that I had. <laughs> no, that's that's probably um an accurate thought. It would be uh, a lot to do with the fact that I was kept quite silent as mm. a kid in a in a lot of different ways, but um we'll we'll rest that point now (laughs) fair enough fair enough i remember i remember snapping um uh over something innocuous as well and uh i don't even remember what they said i think i've told the story on on stream before so stop me if i have but uh i was walking off school grounds with my buddy russell and we were just about just about to get off into like there was this nice little park where the ponds were um and so we were just about to get there and a group of eight guys who'd sort of been fucking with me for like a couple years um said something i don't know what it was they just fucking chirped me and uh and something just sort of snapped and i didn't like scream or anything i just took off my backpack i put it on the ground i wa- i started walking over to them and then when i got in the middle i just started punching people there was just a group of like eight dudes i just started oh wailing God. on dudes in the face and luckily they were so surprised <laughs> that they didn't kick me to death they were so shocked that I'd done this because I was just oh a very sweet, polite young man. Yeah. And uh, uh, and so, so yeah, so I just punched a bunch of them in the face. I'm sure terribly. I'm sure none of those punches hurt. Yeah. Um, but they were just so taken aback that they just sort of got me onto the ground. They all held me down. They were like, are you okay, man? What the fuck was that? Wow. Um, but as a result, they never fucked with me again, which was pretty cool. Um, but I full, cool. full just went like, just saw nothing. Was just like right here we go. Let's wow. Yeah, and I remember I went out. Went out. I saw Russell. He's standing there with my bag afterwards, and um, and he's like, "I would have helped, but that really felt like it was your fight." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's that was- that's wild. I have I I don't remember what I was gonna say. But I'm I'm quite able to tolerate a lot. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Because you said you as well just said it was something little that they Mm. they just kind of said something really little. Um, And it it is. It's always something so small that snaps you. Mm. I think because the big thing you have to take on and you have to deal with it. 
Yeah. Whereas if it's something little, it's like, you know what? There's nothing in the way of this. There's no fog here. Oh, the, oh there is only clarity. I'm going to go punch yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got, we got some more great ones uh, coming in from the chat here. Kirsten says, my sister broke my hand on my first day of my first full-time job. Uh, it's hard to explain. It's a hard one to explain when you have to call in sick to go get x-rays. That was my right hand, oh, and I no. am right-handed. <laughs> Kirsten, how, how did it go? That is... <clears throat> Sorry, that is an interesting way to start a job. How did it happen? How did they do it? Kimmer says, I've been absent because... I was scared shirtless by a, a huge spider crawl. Oh, this is current. This is happening right now. <laughs> spider crawling across the floor next to my foot. I've never made a weirder noise. Uh, I finally managed to get it, and it has been destroyed by feminism. A book about it. A book about feminism. <laughs> Killed it. Welcome back, Hammers. I'm glad you're safe. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Goliath, baby, I snapped at school when a bully punched... When a bully punched me, I snapped and got him in the groin. He went to hospital and I got a police visit. Caught up with him years later. He's now sterile. Ha, that's what you get, man. Stop bullying people. If you want to have kids, oh stop bullying people. I know they put that on commercials. Yeah. Uh, El Chibo says, my girlfriend's uh, boyfriend, I'm guessing that's boyfriend, not best friend, um, was goofing around cousin's at the sports boyfriend. equipment. Oh, cousin. Uh, my cousin's bo boyfriend was goofing around at the sports equipment store uh, he was managing hit her square in the eye with a hockey ball, almost with a full and slap shot. Ooh. That's the worst feeling. When I, I coached baseball for a while, when I got too old to play, because I just, I just really like it. And um, so I was coaching like teenagers. And before the game, you hit ground balls to them. So they get in the rhythm of, you know, playing okay. and how, how it works. And there was this one kid, his name was Tyler something. And he was super cocky. He was very good, to be fair. Uh, but he was very cocky, and he's like, come on, come on, Chris. Give me a hard one. Give, give me a hard one. And he just harder, harder, harder. And I was like, all right, man. All right. <laughs> and so I threw it up, and I wailed it, and it took a weird skip, and it hit him in the side Ooh. of the knee, and he was oh, out for no. the game. He was out for the oh, game. He was so shit. he was so mad at me. And I was oh. like, this is not my fault. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I was a full adult. I was 19. These kids were yeah. 16. It's not, you know, but it was a, uh, uh, but yeah, it's the worst feeling when you, you're you just playing around and accidentally cripple someone. He's fine now, but it was, it was a bad day. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Kai Page, I fractured a guy's shin with one kick. Whoa. Like in Kill wow. Bill at school because he kept cornering me to bully me, but he was too scared to admit a girl did it. So lied and said it happened at football. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And yes, we're, That's we're so admitting funny. child yeah. crimes. <laughs> we're admitting times that we've injured people, basically. Yeah. yeah basically, a lot of those yeah, things happen when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's uh, we got we got two people. We got Boom Stickery and Goliath Baby, the Causing Infertility <laughs> Club. Uh, are, uh, the No Baby Bros. Uh, yeah. When you're an adult, most injuries are, well, if you continue to play sports, I don't really. I don't play sports. I try and exercise, but I don't really play sports. Mm. Um, or during sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been injured during sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, fell off a bed because there was too many people in it once. Um, yeah, classic GSA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have this really so okay. It's not an injury, it's not like an incident or anything, but something that happens frequently for me during sex is that my hips lock. 
Oh, that um, sucks. And it's really painful. Oh. And it's really like, and it's it's really a case of like, you have to not move right now. Mm. <laughs> I get that you're inside me, but you cannot move. <laughs> yep. We're all going to be perfectly still. Perfectly and then my still. yoga training will kick in in a moment. <laughs> yeah. Um it's just yeah, it's really uncomfortable. But like cuz I I have uh I was born with my legs <laughs> behind my head. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, start as you mean to continue, right? Uh Yeah. Um <laughs> By the way, tell me to stop when those jokes get old. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Um <laughs> But um yeah so but what that does is it actually affects the shape of your spine um that makes sense. so yeah because your spine is meant to have a, a a natural s shape whereas mine actually doesn't mine is straight um so it made me a very good irish dancer but it does mean oh, that yeah. i get um the occasional kind of back pain i it, it very i don't really suffer from anything with it but um the only time it's been a problem is uh, when I had a car accident a few years ago, it sort of jolted all the muscles a bit and I had to get my whole yeah. back cracked and sort yeah. of, it was weird, but um, yeah. And it wasn't I like in the it, sexy movies where that results no. in hot, hot masseuse boning. No, oh, no, hmm. uh, no, it was literally my GP, like lay me down on a bed and had to like get a stool to stand up over me so he could put his whole body weight into my chest Mm. um yeah that does not sound like, scientific back, <laughs> no well I, it worked because my whole back just cracked um wow. like loads of little cracks all the way up it was so like it was actually good it was like one of those good feelings <laughs> oh great um yeah but it was it was such a weird thing yeah. um but yeah <laughs> um Diamond Geyser, are the infertile ones Ashley allergy safe? Are you actually helping her with future bank? No. No, still semen. Still Have a tried? substance that it's the active I mean, it's no, the activity. But... Maybe you're allergic to tiny life. <laughs> <laughs> just little lives. Just, just life. <laughs> <laughs> but only micro possibility for life. <laughs> oh god. Cause I oh that's uh there's a guy that I slept with. A couple of times who mm. was fully sure he was shooting blanks mm -hmm. um like really just had himself convinced um i don't i don't even know why i think it was just because he'd done a lot of drugs or something <laughs> but he got kicked I think in the dick had, by uh beauty <laughs> yeah but i think he'd had quite a lot of unprotected sex and stuff so he was just like i'm pretty certain this is mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> but uh a few years ago Guess who had a baby? <laughs> but one of those absolutely wild stories where his girlfriend didn't know she was pregnant until she went into labor. Shut the fuck up. And like, ge like genuinely had no idea. This woman isn't, she's not very heavy. She's like a bodybuilder. She like is so fit wow. and, and like- And went full term? Went full term. Jesus. And like just never showed, like just didn't carry a big bump or anything. And so was in work apparently. Um 
she was in work and she thought that she was just getting really bad period pains. So she was just like, I'm really not feeling well. Can I go home? Went mm. home and just kept, like went to sleep for a bit, kept thinking she was just getting a really, really bad period. And eventually she was like, I'm in a lot of pain. I need to go to the hospital. And then they, she got to the hospital. They were like, you're having a baby. <laughs> Fuck. Like fucking hell. <coughs> Imagine um, that your whole life. Yeah, you have and a new so life now. The guy, he Imagine, um, congratulations, yeah. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Here <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> but he literally, so he didn't know either because she didn't know. Yeah, of and course. He got he was like away. He had he was gone off to do, I think he was doing part of his college course or something. He got a phone call being like, um, I'm in hospital. Uh, this is what's happening. 30 mm. minutes later, he's a dad. Like Jesus Christ. You hear that crying in the background of the call? Yeah, that's yours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, like, especially for a guy who thought he was shooting blanks, that's just the Mm. wildest story. Um, But I've known known two people that that's happened to. Um, Another girl that I went to school with, she didn't find out she was pregnant until she was eight months in. Jesus. Well, we've got two people in the chat that's saying that happened to their friends as well. I didn't realize that this was such a common thing. Yeah. Because it's like, I always thought it was like folk tales where you hear about like women sitting down on the toilet and then yeah. a baby comes out. Well, because the thing is, you can, you, a lot, and, and a lot of people don't realize is that you can actually still get periods throughout pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did know that, but I, I think I thought it was a lot rarer than. Yeah. And some people for just. For in our chat. <laughs> yeah. But some people just don't get the big bump either. Like they, mm. they might maybe put on a little bit of weight or something even some people don't even do that like some people just it just grows in them Mm. and doesn't show at all (laughs) yeah it's just perfectly straight up and down it's just waiting like for the bus (laughs) it's got a little newspaper on the side no take your time it's i don't want to cause a fuss uh being a woman sounds like a real bad idea i much prefer playing life on an easy mode as a straight white man that's exactly what it is it's pretty great i really it's a cheat code yeah um terrifying so so patty what happened patty walk us through so patty's saying that happened to my friend too he'll bring it up um uh, she had put on weight but never uh was regular in the first place okay um child Mm -hmm. is eight now and her life is better for him well that's good to know but like how did that that moment oh my my friend, the doctor never copped it either. That is bad. But I guess if you're looking yeah. for, you're looking for someone to tell you that their body's being different. Um, so you yeah. check blood or piss or something like that. So yeah. I think if well, you, you I know. think that one, the, the, the guy that I had been with his partner, she like hadn't felt anything like there'd been nothing off. The other girl that I knew who'd been eight months pregnant, she had been going to the doctor. Um, yeah like had been going to the doctor had been feeling off had put on this weight and stuff and they didn't do a pregnancy test you're like what like yeah. i've been in situations where I've, like when anytime i've had to go get surgery or uh every now and then there's something that gets checked even when i had my smear test they're like is there any chance that you could be pregnant like it's the yeah. first question that they ask people and i believe yeah. that they've started asking men now as well because um to be more inclusive of trans experiences um okay. Which I think is really cool that they're just asking right. that question now um, of, of everyone, and uh, yeah, it's um, it's the first thing that I'm asked. Even when you're going under anesthetic, they make you take like two or three pregnancy tests as well. Oh um, wow! Just to make sure. 
just to make sure because yeah. obviously it can have a, an adverse effect if you are it can it can I believe it can change the way the anesthetic interacts with your body. So like, you know, when you hear those horror stories of people waking up during surgery or something, mm. um, I think that like an anesthetist needs to know that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, it's just wild. That's, um, oh my God. I don't know what the fuck I do. If just one day, I mean, I must sit half down. So it would just be like, okay, I guess we have a baby. That's fine. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but like, Oh my God. <laughs> going around and nine months later i go you didn't fucking tell me and she's like nobody told me i just yeah. had a baby there's no there's no trickery yeah. here there's no ruses crazy oof oof but imagine the doctor's like oh is there a possibility you're pregnant no 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 my uh my boyfriend who does a lot of drugs has assured me that he is infertile don't worry about it <laughs> He's, he knows he, no one knows his body better than this guy He's taking yeah. a lot of mushrooms he's very in touch with himself <laughs> yeah. um but like they were together years as well you know so i i imagine yeah. you know had they been trying to have a baby at some point they might have been struggling as well you know it's one of those things where mm. sometimes it can be very hard to conceive and yeah absolutely so, you know, oh, imagine you, spent... you probably get careless too yeah and then also like imagine you spend all that time trying to conceive meanwhile she's been pregnant for six months yeah. And you've been stressing and you've got calendars out and people are changing their diets at this point. And oh, it's you're talking to doctors bag. and stuff. And then yeah. uh, and then there's a baby in there the whole time. And you're like, wait, so we could have been planning this baby's life and saving money instead of just tearing our hair out and eating blueberries. Yeah. Oh, dear. That is nuts. I No, thank you. If anyone if anyone in charge of making that happen is listening. No, thank you for me. Yeah. Put me down as a no, thank you. <laughs> I genuinely is one of my biggest fears being pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Can't handle it. Can in what way? Are you idea. one of those people who doesn't like the idea of something inside them? Or is it just like the life things or is it? It is honestly every single part of it. Mm. Um, it's the idea of having a, a baby inside me, but it's also the idea of everything that that does to your body. Like, mm. I mean, do you know that so many pregnant women like lose their teeth or because a baby, yeah, so many pregnant women lose their teeth because the baby drains so much calcium from your body. Fuck. Yeah. I and, can like, see why they don't advertise that one. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so there's parts of the world, I'm not sure if this is the case in the UK, but there's uh, like, there's certain places which will give free dental care to pregnant women because. You like literally have to take so much care of your teeth because the baby mm. is taking out your is literally draining the oh calcium from your body. Oh, it's such a nightmare. And I have dealt with uh, calcium deficiency. It is horrific. Yeah. Um. Because in the surgery that I had, there it's like this thing where uh, calcium is basically operated from things called your parathyroid glands. Um, okay. So I've had my thyroid removed, which is attached to the parathyroid glands. So when they're taking out your thyroid, they can like hit those glands and like mm. either kill them completely or stop them working. You have four of them. You only need one of them to work in order for it, like your body to work. <laughs> but uh, basically what happened is I think they knocked them and it dropped my calcium levels, but then they picked back up. Like they didn't okay. kill them. They just kind of damaged them a little bit yeah. so yeah the first 24 hours after my surgery i had this massive calcium drop and like i'm not it's like 
pain that you can feel in your bones. Is that why old people have bone pain? Because their yeah. calcium's low? Is that what it that is? is? horrendous it's so Ugh. painful Ugh. it's literally this pain that's it's not like when you have like a deep tissue or deep muscle cramp or pain it's not that kind of deep pain it's like in your bones so i literally i have a joke about old people <sighs> and one of the reasons i don't want to get old is because your bones hurt and that's a Ooh. nightmare and, and this one so woman painful. In the crowd is like my bones hurt, and she's the one that I told should kill herself. That's how anti bone pain I am. That was. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I'm genuinely, I'm, I'm afraid of getting old as well, and I think it's largely because I've sort of already experienced a lot of it. Mm. Um, you know, I've experienced a lot of of physical uh, deterioration because my my illness that I in the time that I had it, it was a deteriorating illness. So it was affecting all of my body. My muscle tissue was disintegrating and bleeding out. And I just oh. had like bruising from that, Fuck. like all over my legs and arms. And I had this bone, like, ah, oh. I, I couldn't climb stairs. I had to like bend over to get myself upstairs for something like three years. I couldn't, oh, it was just, Ugh. so I, I hate the idea of growing old. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. But yeah, so that's also similar to the same fear of being pregnant is just like all this mm. horrible shit that it does to your body. Um, God like, damn that. Women literally lose their teeth. Well, that, yeah, John, what did John say? So John's John's back in the comments. John he said, I knew here. someone who had two pregnancies in two years and they had to cap or replace all their teeth in basically a day. Yep. Fuck that, man. Yeah. I totally understand why they don't tell anyone what being pregnant is like. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to look for it. You have to do your yeah. own research because they're not going to tell you. You're going to glow. You know what I know? Your hair and your skin have never looked better. Your boobs will be bigger. Uh, you're going to feel like powerful, like Gaia. You know, I've heard that stuff. I haven't. Uh, yeah. No one told me you lose your goddamn teeth. <laughs> yeah. But like they, yeah. I mean, some people have a, a <laughs> I'm much about to easier puke time my with fencing it. mask right now. <laughs> By the way, Blaze at 420, <laughs> is there any chance in the world that your first name is Jordan? Uh, <laughs> I have a theory. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, some people obviously have a much um, a lovely time being pregnant. Um, girl that I went to school with, she's oh, she has the most beautiful child as well, but she loved being pregnant and she really wants mm. to have another baby. Um, mm. She just loved it so much. And I'm just like, it sounds like actual hell. I really, really don't want to do it. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a real luck of the draw, you know? Mm -hmm. Some people crush yeah. it, and they never notice, and they've never felt better, and they come out of it very strong. Um, yeah. And other people uh, lose all their goddamn teeth, and uh, two holes become one, and uh, you poof everywhere. And, yeah. uh, you know, you become very angry. You hate everybody. Uh, and then you wake up, and you see your baby, and you go, you know what? Not for me. And then, <laughs> then what are you supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. oh dear yeah not appealing i mm. i i and i think as well like when i got when i got sick when i was 12 mm. um my doctor very clearly said to me and my parents that i could not get pregnant uh, oh yeah like not not that it's not possible as in I shouldn't uh, as a teenager. Mm. He was like, it's very dangerous if you do this. It will probably kill you. Um, 
So well, lead with that. Why'd yeah. you hold that back for so long about not wanting to have a kid? You're like, ah, uh, you know, teeth and stuff. It'll <laughs> kill you. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, obviously I've, I've had my kind of surgery and I've sorted my health out a little bit now. And it, it's probably one of those things where if I really wanted to have a kid, I could go to my doctor. I would have to monitor myself every step of the way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to do that. Ted's asking the question we're all thinking, can you get pregnant if you're allergic to spunk? Yes, you can. Um, so I've I, I have looked at this because doing this. I knew you'd have an answer. A, I love this. But doing this, I do this as a as a stand up bit. So I get questions mm. like this all the time. So you know, I've had these questions and I've had to look up the answers to them because I didn't know, but now I do. Mm -hmm. So are you ready for this? <laughs> Born ready. Let's do it. Make apparently <laughs> false green mode. Apparently. Uh, the more allergic you are to a man's semen, the more genetically compatible you are with that person to have children with them. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Which is such a cruel trick of nature. Being a woman is such a nightmare. That's so yeah. funny. Now I need to, I need to, I need to be clear because I did say that once and somebody misinterpreted it as as your genetics are, are like closely aligned that you're like similar genetic. No, it's like you're more well matched to reproduce together. It's not mm. that you're similar genetics or something. Um, so that's a fucked up piece of nature right there. That's so funny. Oh my God. You <laughs> but, know, the long, the more I learn about female biology, the more I'm sort of like, maybe God is punishing them. Maybe that's yeah, what, <laughs> maybe they really did take the apple. It's, it's nothing makes me believe more in the Garden of Eden story than what a than natural nightmare it is to be women without the patriarchy. Even if yeah. things were fine, it's a nightmare. Even if things were fine, it's horrible. Yeah, we're not related. <laughs> if if uh, you're genetically compatible, it's it, I'm not saying that you're related. I'm saying that you are more well suited to being with that person, genetically speaking. Yeah. Uh, so that's cruel, but My so God. as a result, um, if you are allergic to your partner's semen, mm. you can actually get, um, <laughs> you can actually do a treatment to try and cure the allergy to that person's semen. You take an Excedrin or some shit? Just... <laughs> nope, it's better nope. than that. <laughs> it involves... Uh, getting some samples of that semen, and I believe that's in in some way, shape, or form, they dilute it into something that you inject into yourself. Um, a semen serum. It's a semen serum slash vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, immersion therapy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's what guys have been arguing for this whole time. Uh, so that's yeah. You know? So you, your body becomes accustomed to the uh, the jizz. Uh, that specific jizz that you're having a reaction to basically that's the thinking my god my god you know Ashley you've really, you've, you've really added a lot to the stream since you joined the team I gotta say there's there's a lot of roads we wouldn't have traveled there's a, uh -huh. <laughs> I don't even know the way to this road I don't know how we got here I don't know how don't we know, got here either I don't know where we are but I'm so glad we did it's like you know when you're ever walking through the woods and suddenly there's this vista that opens up and you go <laughs> oh wow I never would have known yeah. <laughs> um, yeah that's my life <laughs> <laughs>
Jesus. Um, my go- this is the part where we be. volunteer to double jab you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep collecting people's semen and getting injected with all the semen so that I can reduce the allergy. Oh, Ted, that's so that's so funny. And if it was from someone we didn't know so well, it would have been gross. But it's you, Ted. Yeah, and you're good. It's one of those ones where I double checked who wrote it before I read it out. Yeah, Yeah, I did. I did the same. I sort of looked at it. I was like, I'm gonna let Ashley decide on this one. This feels Mm -hmm. like, yeah, so funny, so funny. Um, And also, you also said afterwards, I don't like that I said that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know semen came in so many flavors. Yeah, there you go. Every every guy has different proteins in his semen. That, mm. uh, so it's a whole world for me to potentially react to. Um, what an exciting thing. Huh? Yeah. What a, do they test for that in the allergy thing where they put like little pins in you? To like no. see what they are, and they just because if they like whose jizz would that be? Who's, I know. Is the doctor like that's I'll be ready my, for the test in just that's, a minute. That's <laughs> one of my uh punchlines. Oh no. Is, yeah, that um they don't test they don't uh it's not part of the standard allergy patch testing that you get done as a kid. At least not in legal medical practice. Um yeah. <laughs> which is a pedophile doctor joke. I don't know. <laughs> Yay. Um, That's why gay dudes are so buff, says Beardy Noise. They get a lot of, quote, protein shakes. <laughs> oh, dear. My goodness. My goodness. Um, I mean, where do you go from there? I had a, I had a, a busy weekend with my family. Uh, <laughs> Yes, please tell me about your uh, your weekend with your family. Oh, it was very wholesome. <laughs> I'm really glad. <laughs> you need some wholesomeness when you do this show. <laughs> it was very wholesome, you know. There was no, this didn't come up. That's for sure. We didn't that not even once. <laughs> oh. It will now. <laughs> Boomstickery, totally fair question. Zero, shockingly zero cum came up. Uh. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't encounter any cum this weekend either, thankfully. Um, or hmm. not thankfully, I don't really know. So when, 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 at the end, at the end of um, um, the act, um, when they're yeah. ready to to do their thing, is it? Because I'm guessing that with the allergy, you don't even want to risk it with a condom because a condom will could break, and so then yeah, you'd I burn anyway. Much use a condom. Um, but wouldn't you, I feel like you have like a superpower, like you could make guys come anywhere. You just be like, come, so come, go stand in the corner, go stand in the corner, finish little Jack Horner. You've actually just re- made me remember with somebody that, you know, <laughs> yes, I private mean, it's, chat. It's, it's the one that you that you would think i'm guessing it's the yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) open a suggestion that guy open a suggestion yeah um so he um you're thinking too small there's a whole world out there yes uh we were not in either of our own beds uh Mm -hmm. We were in this person's bed that I put in the chat as well. Great. 
Um, <laughs> Great. Bearing in mind, up until this point, I still had not met that person, but mm -hmm. I was in his bed. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so I had told them about my allergy, and I, I was just kind of like, we, you can't come on me. Mm. And uh, there was no condom on this particular occasion. So he, 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 bless him, he didn't put enough thought into this. <laughs> um, because knowing this guy, <laughs> this could go so many ways. So many ways. I could see him because he's so, he makes such rash decisions, uh, but has a good heart. Yeah. Uh, I could see him trying to catch it in his own mouth. <laughs> okay it's not that good it's not that good but i it's also not not that um okay. <laughs> so basically uh he didn't plan where it was gonna happen and i think yeah. um yeah, to be fair there's not a lot of planning that goes on in your mind at that moment no very focused no um but what ended up happening was that i mean that person was visiting the place that we were doing this this uh business you mm -hmm. know so it's just on a flying visit trip and mm -hmm. um so he ended up doing it on his only pair of trousers <laughs> yep yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> remarkable remarkable totally on brand yeah 100 percent that's and so I think funny he had, he had to wash them <laughs> it's a persistent he to, stain <laughs> yeah he the... had to try and wash them the next morning before needing them to leave the house mm. <laughs> oh that's so good oh, oh that's so, so fucking funny I, john is gonna be gutted he missed this story <laughs> Correct. Cold water is the answer in case anyone's ever wondering. Never hot water. Yeah. It goes I think for he, hair I as think well. He, I think he handled it well, but he I think he That's sent so me a message. Funny. He was just like, fuck my fucking trousers. Because and he must have been like, yeah, just immediately, like, mm, like what? Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, you know, kept it yeah. to himself. Like I said, he's got a good heart. He <laughs> wanna... has a great like honestly, I was very um pleasantly surprised with him. Hmm. Um, for reasons I should probably not say on the stream. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely not. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I um, I defend, I defend that guy a great deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm loving the guesses that we're getting. Uh, we got I know. Um, Some of them uh, for the purpose funny. of comedy. I'm going to imagine it's James Haycaster. Uh, guesses that it was John Hastings' bed. Nailed it, Tep. It was John Hastings' bed. John Hastings' bed. Yeah. We all do it in John Hastings' bed. It's part of being on the stream. Part of being a Diamond comedian, Geezer really. says Bobby Mayer. <laughs> totally understandable. Absolutely on brand. Excellent guess. Incorrect, but excellent guess. I've actually never met Bobby Mayer. <laughs> uh, well, that, I mean, yeah. The I mean, the idea of him trying to catch it in his own mouth is very much like a Bobby yeah. Mayer. He's he's who I would picture first in that. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
also chaotic, but with a, a, a incredibly good heart. Uh, absolutely makes mm-hmm. rash decisions, but has a good heart is a very Bobby Mare description. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> we should get him on. You'd love him. He's disarmingly earnest. Okay. Like almost like sometimes it's too much for me. Like I can't, I can't be with Bobby because he's too open right now. And I just don't, I don't have the space for all the feelings. Okay. So, sure. Bobby, you go talk to other people. I can't do this right <laughs> now. He's the best. I love that guy. Um, yeah, so that was funny. That's so funny. That's very My God. funny. <laughs> um, I'd forgotten about that until you mentioned it. <laughs> but you could you could harness that power. You could absolutely just tell guys this is where you're doing it. Without yeah. an apology, just on that on this book that I hate, you're gonna do it on page fifty seven <laughs> and then I'm gonna give it back to the library. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Um, that would be, yeah, I d- want you to do that, and I want you to report back with the different locations. <laughs> we'll yeah, do a, I guess we'll do a the geocache. thing is, I've never really put much thought into it, and I, I, I should have because it is ultimately it is my thing that is creating this situation. But hmm. for some reason, I've always just been like, oh, that's their business where it goes. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. I feel like I mean it doesn't yeah. Go on is, me. It's on you yeah, to now figure this up, out. It's up to you, buddy. But yeah, some some guys would be very into that. I think mm-hmm. almost all guys would be very into that because like mostly what we want. I honestly think um, that most of what guys enjoy about sex is just how fucking amped the ladies are to be there. <laughs> so they're <laughs> truly engaged. You know, they're involved. <laughs> yeah. And so you give them that, uh, you give them a little bit of direction, a little bit of enthusiasm. You got a thing that you want and they can give it for you. All right, here we go. <laughs> just just ruined your TV. <laughs> um, hey, Shona. <laughs> nothing, nothing is sexier, sexier than, than enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Yes, exactly that's right. what, that's, that is literally the tagline for consent. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that's like, oh, asking for consent ruins the vibe. It's like, no, no, mm-hmm. nothing is oh. sexier than enthusiasm. You, this is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> at the heart of the beard story, Ashley. I don't know mm-hmm. why you can't get on board. It was, she was so I'm, enthusiastic. I'm on board with the consent and the enthusiasm, but yeah. eh, there's, there's a <laughs> Thank line. You, Thank you, Ted, for understanding. <laughs> there's, there's just, I can, I can be on board for so much and that was <laughs> but but only so much but only so much <laughs> um we just we just hit an hour and a half and because of my um family weekend i am exhausted sure Do you mind if we call it i really don't because i'm also quite tired myself given cool. that i have done nothing but be on trains and buses for the past three days mm. um so yeah, i'm that you know when you spend few days talking to your family and it's like i'm having a nice time and then they leave and you're like i i'm not sure i've ever been more tired in my life yeah <laughs> it's that's yeah. me right now um you're a kink shamer yeah. ashley that came from beardy noise well i yeah. thought beardy noise and i were on the same level but get okay. get on the beard train Choo woo. <laughs> um, no, right, i'm getting off that train <laughs> and we're gonna it's call just... it uh, no, well, there's no, there's no fuel right. left. It's already been sucked dry. Um, 
<laughs> there are easier ways to hydrate during sex. Thank you, Kimmers. <laughs> Thank you. My point exactly. Um, so we got uh, Richard. Richard writes on. Let's read Richard. Yeah. Because Richard is great, and he's always so fun in the chat, and he's so rarely streaming. Let's read Richard. Wright. Yeah, we've we've not. I've never seen him streaming before um, when we've been on. So that's a good shout. I love that guy. <clears throat> are you lining it up? I got it. I got it all happening. Cool. I started the raid. It's all together. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. If you haven't followed, give us a follow. If you want to join the Patreon, support the show, get extra episodes, play games and stuff with us, head over to the Patreon. Um, I'll, uh, uh, oh, wait. Did I just stop it? I accidentally stopped the raid. Um, I was going to put it in the okay, chat, now. but I think... Uh, Patreon. <laughs> um... We love you all. Have a wonderful night. Here is a sexy old woman talking about doing it. Bye. Oh, raid message. Uh, raid messages. Um, uh, don't ruin your trousers. Don't ruin your trousers. <laughs> See you later, everybody. That's all. Penis into her vagina. Some people call it having sex. So the man passes the sperm.